Welcome to Below the Forest Floor. My name is Nancy, and today I have a very special guest with me. I would like to introduce fellow horror enthusiast, my husband, Ryan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thanks what? for having me. Why are you giggling? Because I just thought that was funny. You don't like my words? <laughs> no, 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 I thought it was funny because of the whole horror enthusiast. Are you not? I guess Okay, I it was a lie. He knows nothing of horror. Yeah, I don't even know why he's here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have so many things that I'm going to talk about, and you're going to be the one that's, that doesn't know any of the hey, stuff that I'm talking hey, about. Hey, I'm talking about science here today, sir. What are you here for? Horror? This isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> um, but Ryan and I wanted to start off on a serious note by letting our listeners know that we will only be talking about zombies from the Romero era and onward. We would like to. We would like for it to be acknowledged that the origin of zombies is extremely controversial and a sensitive topic. And if you guys would like to know more about the origins, we would like to put a few links in the description for you guys to look up because we don't feel like us giving a whitewashed or watered down version would give it just or would do it justice. Yeah, I agree. So, if you guys want to learn more about the actual origins, which we believe that all horror and zombie enthusiasts should learn about. We will be leaving links in the description for you guys. Yeah, because it's it's a part of the history, so you should do yourself a favor and go learn these things as well, so then you know where it came from. Yep. So, first of all, I wanted to get the ball rolling with a funny, but not so funny thing. <laughs> Look at how I know it's be surprised. Hold on, I want you to be surprised. <laughs> so, if you guys follow us on social media, which... If you are not, sometimes I put up funny little interesting facts about the things I'm going to be talking about that week. Well, by now, I'm sure a lot of you have seen the memes of a burial plot with a cage around it, joking about the fact that people have been preparing for the zombie apocalypse for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Well, a while back between the 18th and 19th century, grave robbing was a really big deal. So much so that people started having cages built around their loved ones' grave sites. These cages were called mort-safes. Like, you know, mortician, mort-safes. And the craziest part is that people who were most likely stealing the bodies were selling them to medical students and people who researched anatomy because the amount of criminals being killed did not supply enough corpses for them to practice on. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was just like, man, that's just a lot of people trying to get rich off of these dead people. It's like, well, kind of, but it was mostly because the medical students really needed them. And there had to be a whole act enacted about it in uh, Europe about because it was happening so much. They had to have something come out like that. They would try to get these students the bodies they needed so yeah. that they would stop doing this because it was super illegal. It's kind of a... With the uh, the 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 road to hell is paved with good intentions, sort of thing. It's like they have they the the good intentions were there, but it was still you know good good. Uh, what was it like a uh, the thing from Brooklyn Nine Nine where he's like oh uh, good idea still a crime or something like that. <laughs> I don't even remember that scene. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, apparently that is something that used to happen, and it was weirdly supplied to professionals and i had no idea that that was even a thing that's hilarious and scary and interesting all at the same time i mean i guess that's how we got a lot of the laws we have now right people did such big no-nos that people were like wait we really shouldn't do this anymore this is becoming very unethical and wrong in modern society yeah 
Um, would you like to say anything about your thing before I move on? Because I have like little facts here and there I could throw in. Okay, so what I'm kind of here for besides, you know... A pretty face. Asking the... Yeah, in a podcast. <laughs> You've got instead a face of, for podcasts? Yes, I do. <laughs> no! Um, instead of like... Instead of just being on here and just kind of listening and every once in a while putting in, you know, a question or two here and no. there. Uh, we decided that I would be able to talk about the zombies in different types of media, you know, where we could have it in the video games, movies. Um, I think that's basically where I went with it. Uh, I'm not sure of where else to try to go. I'm, I'm sure that if anything pops up, we can talk about it. But yeah. I'll go through different uh, different zombie games and different zombie movies and like the actual not to sound elitist but like the actual zombie <laughs> movies. There's a couple of them that we'll talk about that. Okay, now I'm a little nervous. Like, great, he's already brought the word elitist. In. No, no, what I'm saying is, is it's a it's a thing in the community of people that watch zombie movies where it's like gotcha. there's a couple of them. It's like it does 28 days later really qualify as a zombie movie. It follows all the tropes, so it technically is. I wouldn't know because I've never seen it. And I'm even, like, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, if you haven't watched a lot of zombie movies, why are you doing this? My husband suggested this episode, so that's why I was like, you know what? You're going to be on the episode with me. (laughs) And this is also a way for you to learn more about it as well. And you do like that kind of stuff anyways. The ones you have seen, you've loved, so. Well, yeah, that's why I do a show like this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen a few of them. I have, it's not that I haven't seen any. I just don't have a lot. Like I've seen obviously Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And I've seen World War Z, which was absolutely terrifying. Made me feel like I worked out for two <laughs> days after that. And then I just gave up and said, you know what? I'm going to hunker down at home. And I'm gonna just that was, do that my was best. one of those ones. It's like, if you watch the movie without reading the book, you can enjoy the movie. If you're going yeah. in there wanting it to be like the book, you're going to be disappointed. You just have to realize is that separate the two and you'll enjoy the movie you read the book i have read most of them (laughs) okay good to know all right so is there anything that you would like to tell us about right now before moving on to the next thing uh no you can go ahead all right so something i found extremely interesting about the zombie myth is how far it's advanced thanks to modern media and writers wanting to basically outdo the last zombie based story that came out yeah I'm not saying that that's why every writer does something different. I'm just saying, as someone who used to write, I was like, what's the next disgustingly terrible thing I can write about that would make people scream and squeal that's not the same as what everyone else is doing? So I feel like that's what made it develop to be that far. So really quick, because I was kind of just like... (laughs) Looking at my notes. Yeah. See, that's why I turned them away from I was going through it a little bit, and I, (laughs) I, I read a movie that you had wrote on there that... I'm going to kick myself in the back for it. I actually forgot to write it down what? in my notes when I was talking about the movies. I did not write down Zombieland. What? Yeah. No. Oh, no. That that upsets me greatly. Where that do I, I get the divorce papers? <laughs> like, I, I know of it. It's, <laughs> no, I one know of, it's my favorite one. It's my that, it's like my favorite one. That's and, why I'm so surprised. Like, come on, man. And I even wrote down two of them that I didn't care for. <laughs> You're like, my hatred is more important than got, my love for zombies. Because when talking about the good ones, you have to talk about the bad well, of ones. of course, but you also got to remember to you talk know, like, about the ones you like. Yeah, anyway, so yes, keep going. Um, <laughs> For example, you get started with the 1960, you know, 
1967. I can't remember. I thought I wrote it down right. I think it was 68, yes. Yeah, the 1968 masterpiece Night of the Living Dead by George Romero and John Russo. The zombies are kind of slow and stagger around, almost like a drunk little bumblebee. (laughs) But they're on a mission to consume humans. Then, as time goes on, zombies evolve based off the riders that create them, and you end up with the kind of zombies that World War Z has to offer. They're extremely fast. They're highly intelligent. I mean, comparatively, of course, they're not, like, super smart. (laughs) Have you seen the one scene of it when they're going over the wall and they're just all falling super hard and most of them are just dying and then the ones that are living are the ones that fall on top of the ones that killed themselves? Yeah, 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 because that was the the way that that movie kind of made things different was they made it so the zombies were trampling over each other and growing higher and higher up to get to higher yeah. points you know so like for the most part they were smarter than most zombies are written usually and they're extremely difficult to take out i saw the scene uh the other day because i needed a little refresher where like the guy just kept going and going shooting this one zombie and it still wouldn't go down like it took forever for him to take it down and i was like wow these are scary i could never i would never want to deal with something like that and then you have the kind of zombies from Zombieland. The amount of variation they show in Zombieland is actually pretty incredible. It's not like they put zombies in this one box where it's like they're really slow-moving, bumbling zombies, or it's they're not really, really fast, crazy CGI zombies. These zombies kind of look like their speed is based off of how active they were before they passed. Like, yeah. the bigger zombies, they're not sped up, you know? <laughs> yeah. They walk at the normal speed up plus size person would walk um the thinner zombies that look like they worked out are i saw the one that they was like chasing that guy really really fast you know yeah um and stuff like that so i thought that was really interesting ex- except of course you know the ones that stagger because the leg is broken or messed up but i just thought that was really interesting how you look at a zombie movie and no two zombies are the same Especially when it comes to different writers. Some people choose to go to extremes and some people choose to just have them look like normal people would. And jumping off of that really quickly, you also have the worst trope that was ever created. And it was by, I want to say it was Russo because Romero and Russo, I believe, split up after Night of the Living Dead. And Return of the Living Dead was done by Russo, not Romero. I believe that was the one. There was the sister movie to it where it was like that that one was talking and craving brains or whatever like that. That he's the one that started that really dumb trope. Really? Yeah. I had no idea where the whole brains thing even came from. Honestly. It came from one offshoot movie. And it, I believe it was Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. I I I'm pretty sure that was the one. I mean, and then we're going to get a bunch of hate in the comments, but that's fine. Well, that <laughs> You know what? It's it's a discussion that everybody has because there are people that have the perspectives of I like this one over this one and that's that's why there is so many different kinds of these movies. Yeah. Except and we can all agree that some of them were just awful. And honestly, that's also up to opinion because some people <laughs> would think it's the best zombie movie ever made. I really don't think that anybody would go back and watch White Zombie and think that it was like the greatest zombie movie ever made. It was What's made that? in the, it was made in the 30s. It was the the actual whitewashed oh, no. movie of the the Haitian zombie actually like you know where it started. It was the first movie that did that. Then it flopped so bad that they kind of did away with most of that and that's why 
Night of the Living Dead happened the way that it did, you know, where it it was a chemical, it was a virus, you know, and things like that. Because the first one was just, the technical first zombie movie was White Zombie, and it was just not great. You guys can't see it, but I have such a cringe look on my face. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show you highlights of the movie. <laughs> it was awful acting. I know that awful acting is like a thing for all zombie movies or most Horror of them. Horror movies in general. <laughs> that too. But this one was, this was like, this was 30s awful movie sort of thing. Uh, uh I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> Thank it's, you for the information. Yeah. I'm sure we all appreciate it. As in, as un, and that's the thing, as uncomfortable as these things make us, we have to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, you will not learn to not do stuff like that. It's part of history. Yeah. So that's, that's just something that I thought was really interesting. And speaking of variations, you see that kind of variations in video games when it comes to zombies as well. Like no video game zombies are the same. Yeah, you've got... Left 4 Dead zombies, not to go through too many of the games. But no, go through it. We are on the podcast. Because like, <clears throat> there's like the zombies. Even in one franchise, they've changed the zombies a lot. Resident Evil. The Resident Evil 1 zombies were slow, shambling. They would only like step up faster if they got too close to you or something. And then... When the Resident Evil when Resident Evil Two came out, you had zombies that were a little bit faster. They would like kind of, not necessarily run. They'd still kind of shamble all. Oh, excuse me. They would still kind of shamble all over everywhere it's until more like they a get speed close. Walker. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Gotcha. Once those games started going further and further into like where Resident Evil Four was, where it was like a plague, like a the 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 plague virus sort of thing or whatever, where. The zombies still kind of had consciousness, and they could use weapons, they could communicate, they could, you know, set up ladders to get into the building that you're in, you know. That sounds pretty it, intelligent it kinda, for a zombie. It, they kind of did away with the whole zombie thing with that game, and from Resident Evil 4 onward, they kind of did away with, like, traditional zombies, and they started moving into other things, where it was, like, just a little bit more of a way of controlling people sort of thing. So, Resident Evil 4 onward kind of didn't have zombies the same way that you would think and because of that they started progressing they started using you know they started becoming intelligent they started running they you know there was a bunch of things with it it sounds like it eventually just became monsters in general kind of and then there in in left for dead there was the the special zombies so you know you have the uh the tank which was that big gigantic hulk buster looking one and then there was the smoker, which was a character with a long tongue that could just grab people and, you know, pull them away from their team or whatever. There's yeah. so many different ones for Left 4 Dead that, yeah, like the the variations is definitely a thing. They even travel into movies and games and even the folklore behind it and stuff started changing with it as well. There's a... I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I It's, uh, it, it's kind of funny because... Hearing about this, I've only recently heard about this on a different podcast talking about zombies. I talked about a, a Greek zombie that was called, like, the Ricolacost or something like that. I thought it was funny because it was, like, it kind of reminded me of Ricola, you know? And oh, I was like, God. oh, you know? it's like, <laughs> Apparently, it was... I'll have to look up more about it and we can, we can do another thing on this because it's a very interesting thing. But it was... Yeah. It's a different variation onto the zombie mythos that's that's 
just kind of crazy. And I'll, I'll show you about that stuff when I can find out more about it. But okay. it's definitely something for us to look into. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what's actually really funny? Because you were talking about uh, Resident Evil and how it ended up becoming a game with zombies that were just shambling zombies. And then at one point they were being controlled. Yeah. I actually have something that I was going to talk about later, but I guess I'll, I can talk about it right now. Um, that has to do with this and then we can talk a little bit more on your stuff when it comes to media like with movies and stuff like that okay because this is like the last thing i have written down oh yeah um but speaking of controlling i wanted to start with something that has to do with a fungi and an ant and it's the oh yeah i know that story yeah give me a second gotta tell the audience i I definitely want you to go into this because it's so interesting yeah, and I have two two different stories. Oh, okay. All right, so first let's start with the genus of fungi called, and I'm sorry, I'm going to try, Opiocordyceps. I'm 100% sure I said that right. There you go. <laughs> this extremely dangerous fungi has many variations that can kill animals that come into contact with the spores it releases. Well, there's one variation of this fungi that not only infects ants, but controls them before killing them. Once the spores come into contact with the carpenter ants, a series of roots will grow into their muscles and end up releasing chemicals to the brain that drugs the ant. All of this causes the ant to run towards a certain area without their control, basically causing it to be a type of zombie. What kind of area, you may ask? Well, somewhere nice and humid with plenty of sun, where the spores can thrive and grow into a new, you know, fungi. Once the zombified ant arrives at its destination, it's like the perfect, you know, place to grow. It is forced to grip onto the area. It's called their death grip. And once it holds onto wherever it stopped, it will hold itself there until the spore basically finishes killing it off and grows out of it. Yeah. And funny enough, that was actually one of the, you know how, like, have you ever seen, because I know you haven't played a lot of the Resident Evil games, or, like, we haven't been able to go through it either yeah. for you to see them, but starting from, I think it was actually starting from 4, where, like, the zombies would, if you would hit off a certain part of them, like, this weird tentacle thing, like, you know, like, the memes of, like, the tentacles that start happening from zombies, yeah. like, you'd shoot the head off or something like that, and it would turn into something completely different. That's kind of where they got that idea was from that fungi. Yeah, because I saw the video of it from National Geographic, and it looks just like the tentacle of it coming out of it also yeah. when it dies. Yeah, and that it was so creepy. That was what gave them the inspiration. Well, they did a very good job with it because that's exactly what it looked like. And not only that, but there's an entire animal that will zombify another creature. Oh. And I don't know if you've heard about that. That one I haven't. So, if you thought the last one was terrifying, which I thought it was, it scared me very badly. I remember watching a video of that happening. I remember watching a video of that happening on National Geographic, actually. Yeah, yeah that's, that was, I believe, I, we were together when they discovered that, because I messaged, I was like, oh my god, zombies are real, it's gonna happen. <laughs> and it was, because I love zombie talk, I, I've watched a few things enough to be very into it, just yeah, not super knowledgeable. Who has the time? But if you thought the last one was terrifying, wait until you find out about the next zombie, 
or how it's created because the way it's created is way worse than what happens to it when it is a zombie it's this is literally this is a warning to the listener that the description may be a bit graphic for younger audiences so now imagine being a spider you're minding your own business and this type of spider is an eczemous eczemous spider by the way and you're extremely social with your family you never stray too far away that is until one day a zadipoda wasp i don't know if that wasp i don't know if that's how you pronounce it zadipoda uh it chooses to lay its eggs in you oh i have heard of this one yep so the wasp places them in your abdomen and leaves it doesn't kill you but eventually the eggs begin to hatch the larva inside of you feeds off of your body just enough to keep you alive but it's begun controlling you. You begin to stay away from your family, but you can't stop. You are only a vessel now doing as the larva wills, basically a possessed zombie. The larva forces you to create a cocoon. Then once you are done creating the cocoon, it consumes the rest of your body when you finish the construction. Once it's done devouring the corpse, it enters the cocoon that it forced you to build and then becomes a fully grown wasp when it comes out. Yeah, I do remember that. That's that's one of the other crazy ones was the the wasp. I as soon as you said wasp, I was like, oh, okay, I do remember yeah. this one. So apparently, zombies can exist because the animal kingdom has shown us that there are already examples of it happening with the fungi controlling the ants and then with larva like how does that even you know i'm sure there's how does it work yeah in my mind i could not fathom something growing inside of you being like now you do this and it's like it's so scary you know it's like a horror movie but it's real life yeah but yeah so that's just when you were talking about that whole control thing i was like oh boy i have something to talk about with this oh yeah but there are a bunch of different kinds of zombies not just the kind that are controlled and the kind that are created in you know a lab like resident evil but there are supernatural zombies infection based zombies zombies created by parasites almost like the spider one because that's definitely a parasite yeah that's definitely how it would react. And, of course, radiation zombies like Night of the Living Dead. I didn't even know that's what they were called, was radiation zombies. Yeah, because the uh, the hazardous chemical got spilled, and then it evaporated, and then acid rain came down <laughs> and rained over a cemetery, yeah. and then people came up out of the ground. Yeah. That's why I wish that more zombie movies would stray away from explaining how the heck it happened, just because... Just let it go. You know, it's like people are going to be wanting to watch the movie, not for you literally breaking the laws of science. I mean, I still think it's interesting (laughs) to hear about how they came up. Like, because you can't just see zombies now fight them. Like, that sounds so crazy. I get it. I I like at least they're trying to say this is what happened. (laughs) And I understand that. But it's when, like... If that's the if the first thing that you're, you know you're watching and I know that's the thing that like some people is like oh you know you just you go watch the movie and you turn off your brain or something like that it's like but with some people it actually turns them away from the movie in general it's like if you can't try to make it believable don't even try <laughs> you know like 
if you're going to start breaking a lot of laws of physics and stuff like it just science in general just to you know it, it kind of it breaks the immersion for some people and i know that's a big uh big thing in the community it's like people arguing over the, the <laughs> crazy origin stories i guess but like for me it's it in my mind it's like this is this universe, the way their science works, you know, and that's a, and that's a fair point too. It's in, like in my uh, mind, I don't say this is Earth, so this is stupid. I go, this is how it works in this universe or in this dimension. That's how they got their zombies, and that's 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 actually a good way to see that as well. And along with, uh, uh, like The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. Spoilers for anyone that feels like you want to watch it. Skip ahead a couple minutes. <laughs> Um, but with The Walking Dead, everybody is already infected with this sort of virus sort of thing that kind of everybody has that doesn't do anything when you're alive. As soon as your body is dead, though, that's when the virus ramps up and then that's what reanimates you in that universe. Yeah, I didn't pay attention. I just was like, oh, they're <laughs> killing them. Cool. Look at that. And they hinted Chopped his at, head right off. <laughs> and they, they hinted at a lot of different things for it and everything. You know, it's like they they kind of like hinted at like maybe the CDC had something to do with it. But mm. it, it really wasn't. It was just the CDC found out about this mm. sort of thing. Yeah. Now why are you looking at my notes now? Because you haven't said nothing from him except President Evil. <laughs> I know. I'm getting ready to. Like, right. I figured that well, I was just, you're done you was with. Looking at, you was looking at my notes. <laughs> I was because I was wanting to know where you were at so yeah. I knew when I could jump in. Now I look at your notes. All it is is a bunch of names. Oh, I can't. I don't know how you wrote that. Like I, don't, <laughs> I can't read it. <laughs> okay. So what we want to do now is kind of talk about the the zombie phenomenon, I guess you could call it, in different types of media. Movies and video games, because those are the two that I know of. I don't go through a lot of books, so... You're like, I'm not no, a reading man. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't have one. time. <laughs> no, see, public schooling in this state, not a learning man. Sir, I grew up in Texas. <laughs> okay, so, like, for... We talked about a little bit of Resident Evil. Resident Evil went... Started off with, like, lab-created zombies. It was a virus that was uh, created by a certain company to basically have, like, biological weapons, terrorism sort of thing, wanting to take over certain parts of the world. So on top of doing all of that, they, as the series went on, they started straying away from regular shambling zombies. They started doing... Like, running zombies, ones that would move a little bit faster. There was different types of zombified creatures. They introduced the dogs in the first one. They introduced the hunters, which was described like a skinned gorilla, which was kind of... Almost had, like, frog-like looking DNA also, which is funny because they actually evolved into these weird frog-looking creatures later on. I don't know. I just imagine, like, the development team has a chart of animals. And they close their eyes and they just chuck darts in it. And they're like, a gorilla. Then they do another dart. They're like, frog. Got it. Have, have you seen what the hunters look like? No. In, oh, Okay. That's if, why I'm if laughing you, at it. If you thought the the liquor, the one with the long tongue in oh, yeah. Resident Evil 2, if you thought that was horrifying, this other one is 
for me, it was nightmare fuel growing up, and I had a toy of that. Wow. And I'm going to be honest, everything's terrifying to me. I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> I don't even know why I do this podcast. I don't know what's wrong with me. I like it. You like it, and you want to learn more about that stuff, which is wonderful. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they started experimenting with, like, maybe other types of creatures, you know. In mm. the Resident Evil Outbreak games, they actually had a zoo as one of the levels, there was an elephant that was like one of the boss creatures that got out of, you know, its pen. And you actually had to fight it because it was in your way. I don't think I could ever play that game because zoos are so scary to me. The thought of a zoo at night makes me want to just get sick because I'm so oh, yeah. afraid of the animals in general. Sometimes they do get loose, uh-huh. you know. And at night it's even worse. Yeah, like, oh, it makes... Uh, Oh no, I'll get nervous. Just keep going, Ryan. I've got, I don't, I'm never going to play that game. I'm so scared. <laughs> and they moved on from that going into like in... Because that, that technically happens at the same time as Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. It all happens in Raccoon City. And then when Raccoon City blows up, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, the two Resident Evil Outbreak games, they all basically went with it. Resident Evil 4 came along, adding... A, the, the the Las Plagas, um, like, virus. What did you call it? Las Plagas. La, Las Plagas? Yeah. That, like... I know. It, it, that's, <laughs> that's what they called it. Oh. <laughs> um, but it was, it was kind of like an infection instead of a virus. Like, as technically, like, it can be same things, but it's... It was something that was injected into people, and then when it when it like grew up inside the person's body then it would kind of root itself into the nervous system and take control exactly of those human beings hey like and, the animals and resident evil 4 happened in europe i believe it was i believe it was in spain if i can remember <laughs> that correctly i just imagine like those old 90s movies you know how they'd be like uh when the TV show would go to another place that's outside the U.S., it would be like, so-and-so goes global. It's just like Resident Evil goes global. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Resident Evil 4 happened and you know, added a little bit more to it. Then Resident Evil 5 started going the route of, like, action, third-person shooter kind of game, you know. The original games were fixed camera, tank controls, the things that everybody loves to hate that everyone kind of like you know has this nostalgic trip to go back to now but then they started going the route of action games where it was like you're this super soldier not really super soldier that in resident Evil 5 chris <laughs> chris redfield was a super soldier you know he punched a boulder out of the way it it got ridiculous wow and the movies were absolutely worse than anything you could find in the games <laughs> in general if you like the movies, I'm sorry. I'm I'm glad that you found enjoyment <laughs> out of it. I could not. Okay, so the first one was fun to watch. Uh, the first one was interesting. I didn't hate that one. Yeah. I didn't necessarily hate the second movie either. It just it's it had some funny moments. It had some cool moments, but after the second movie, <laughs> my brain is gone for every single other one. Oh my gosh. Um. And then once Resident Evil like hit an action peak with Resident Evil Six, then when Seven came out, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go all the way back to 
you know, the survival horror aspect. That's where Resident Evil 7 came in and why mm. it's so scary. Like, watching people play that, it's PT. And I found out why. They went back to the first... They went... Okay, not back to... They did try a first-person shooter Resident Evil game way back in the PlayStation 1, and it was awful. Oh. No one talks about Survivor. (laughs) But they tried it again with this. And the reason why I found out that some of PT's developers helped on Resident Evil 7. Really? Yep. Can you imagine if PT did zombies? Oh, can you imagine if PT was real? Uh, No, I mean, like, if it actually finished development. That game needed to be real. Yeah. And then, you know, with Resident Evil 8, they're kind of trying to do a little bit of, from everything I've seen so far, I still want to try and play it, but it looks (laughs) like they're doing Resident Evil 7, the first-person shooter scary way, with elements of Resident Evil 4, because, like, everything in the trailer, they're like, oh, remember this? This was in Resident Evil 4. It's back, sort of thing. (laughs) Nostalgia, right? You want it? (laughs) Because everybody loved yeah. Resident Evil 4 is actually the most popular Resident Evil game. Ah. And then, so, moving away from that, because, yeah, with Resident <laughs> Evil, you've got you 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You've got, like, 13 games yeah. to talk about. Definitely one of your top favorite games. And, yeah, Resident Evil is actually one of my top favorite, like, zombie games. Um, yeah, if you denied it, I would be like, no, no. You did not spend a majority of this talking about <laughs> Resident Evil the way you did in depth and say it's not. Um, and then there... The zombies in Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. I did play Left 4 Dead for a little bit. Yeah. I know that one. <laughs> yeah, yes you do. Yeah, so I I just felt like it wasn't as scary, which is weird because I'm very afraid of horror games. And that's that's actually the interesting thing about Left 4 Dead was that it was never like scary scary. It was meant to build tension. And if you're playing it with friends and everything like that, especially if you're playing with some people that were not great at the game... If you're playing it with other players, that was when that game really shined. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed when the group of people I was hanging out with at the time would play that with me because it felt like it wasn't one of those horror games where just because I didn't know how to play it very well, the zombies would just kill us all and we'd be ruined. Uh Everyone had a role they could play, like the gas can thing. They knew I was good at the fighting part or the doing... They're like, you know what, Nancy? You go get the gas cans. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm on it. I've got this. I could do this. And it wasn't to the point where, like, the thing about some horror games and like, things, like, pop out of you, know, like, the jump scares and stuff like that. It wasn't that bad. Like, Yeah, there was... I'm glad they did add a couple of them in. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know there was a hunter out and they jumped on you, <laughs> yeah. there's your jump scare moment. But it know? wasn't, like... It wasn't put in there so much to the point where it was like, no, I could just cannot play this game. Yeah, I'm too yeah. scared. I understand. And... And the, the tension builds up to a fever pitch at the times when, you know, you found a witch, you know, and there's a witch somewhere nearby. And then you've got a person on your team that's like, oh, I can take care of it, you know. And they <laughs> they knew, quote unquote, the uh, the way to one hit kill them, you know, and then they messed it up. And then we had now had a witch that was, you know, <laughs> on us. And I really love the variation they had in that game as well. It It's very cool how they decided to make a whole universe based off of the different types that you could get almost monster-like zombies from it. Yeah, because each of them, like, the virus that overtook them mutated in different ways depending on, I'm guessing it's like their lifestyle or whatever, you know, like, like the, the smoker because it has that, like, the, the toxic gas that happens with it when you kill it. I guess that that was kind of a way, like, it mutated from 
possibly the uh because if they were a smoker or anything like yeah, that like you know yeah it could have been something like that that just kind of mutated from how their body was yeah it, it was a more extreme version of zombie land zombies were like they acted the way they did when they were alive yeah in the way that they walk <clears throat> and interact with people and this one was like they became what they were yeah and i thought that was really interesting and to move on so i don't spend too much time on all the rest of these because we've <laughs> only done two now um dead rising dead rising is actually still one of my favorite zombie games of all time because they you you didn't play it play it but on our other channel we did play the we did go through it and you were watching i don't count it really oh <laughs> uh, it's like i don't count what i did playing oh no but it's <laughs> if if anybody is listening to this and you haven't played Dead Rising, it's so cheap right now to pick it up. And it's on PC, it's on PS4, it's on the Xbox One. And because of that, it's also on the Xbox Series X because they have backwards compatible kind of stuff. Oh. Definitely do yourself a favor, go back and play that. Because it's just, there. Are, it's, an, it's a 360 almost launch game, so it's kind <laughs> of dated, but it's fun. That's the one with the guy with that was in the helicopter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the the, the photojournalist. <laughs> yeah. Frank. Yep. Wasn't that wasn't he funny? Like I, I remember oh, he laughing was hila- a lot. He was hilarious. Yeah. It it made me less afraid to play a zombie game. It made me feel more comfortable with the thought of horrible things were about to happen. And we didn't get far enough into it for you to see like that the game gets terrifying. Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm glad. Um Yeah, so Dead Rising is one of my favorite ones. And, and that was so funny because I thought it was another game the other day. And then we talked about something that actually still haunts my nightmares. Yeah, we'll just talk about that one then right now. Because, yeah, yeah, you you had thought you had gotten it mixed up with Dead Island, which I was... Yeah, when you were dead in it. Because you were like, you said something about, uh, yeah, the person roller skating really scared me. Like, you know, what happened around that time like yeah. really scared me and i was like roller skating i was like I, I heard the word dead so i confused the two and i and i started thinking because it took me a little bit and then yeah. we both said it basically at the same time i was like oh it's dead island you know it's like yeah. i was typing it as you sent it really that happens so much with us it's creepy it does um, so yeah go ahead <laughs> sorry no yeah but i i there was this one point where dead <laughs> island was gonna come out and they were doing the commercials where the guy is running and terrible things are happening behind him he's not noticing and the one thing i i have such a bad memory it's so hard to remember anything but i've only wa- i only watched the trailer once yeah and what stuck with me was when the girl is rollerblading or roller skating past him and she just gets mauled yeah. by zombies and i'm just like i'm not expecting it i'm just seeing this guy hitting on this girl and it's like oh haha very funny and then oh monster and i'm like oh no that can really happen in real life because you never know and i don't pay attention to anything i don't look up for anything i don't look down so they could hit me from the sky i wouldn't know it until it's until it happened so like that played on the fact that i'm kind of oblivious of things and it's like there could be something happening that's murder wise and monsters and i wouldn't know and look at that everything's just going down and people would just be minding their business and i still have nightmares about it and that's kind of what that game was about to begin with was the how so many things could really happen without you necessarily knowing you kind of had to be on guard at all times sort of thing but the problem with it was the game didn't execute very well on almost anything. Like, it was kind of fun. It was fun to play with other people. But it it was 
it was a first person game that relied on melee combat and that's never easy to do yeah it is it people people did like it a lot of people didn't it didn't get like wonderful praise so i mean i would have enjoyed a zombie movie just based off the trailer that was good that literally stuck with me for a very long time it's still i still i even talked to you about it because you said it still does that for you too yeah that it causes like a little nightmare sometimes because it's just it was so good i still always go back to thinking about that trailer because that's that's the right way to do a trailer like oh yeah um but moving on from there, like one of the more interesting zombie games that came out that not that really flew under the radar because it was a Wii U title <laughs> was Zombie U. Oh, I remember you telling me about zombie that. Zombie U was a it was it was a it was a survival horror game really when you're playing single player, but you can play it multiplayer. And how that was was if you had someone with the the Wii U controller board with the screen, and then you had someone that had a pro controller or something like that. They would play the game with the pro controller on the TV set in a first-person shooter style game where you run around this little arena that has a couple of different rooms, it has weapons and everything in it. And then the person that has the Wii U controller with the screen, they were playing, like, they had this list of types of zombies that they can use. They get a passive income. And then they spawn zombies into the area for you to try to kill the other player. Mm-hmm. And it kind of played along the lines of like how The Walking Dead did it where it's like, you know, they kind of had this like gladiatorial arena sort of thing that they mm. throw survivors in. And it's like, it's kind of like a game show, yeah. which Dead Rising 2 also did. Really? Oh, it's really interesting. The multiplayer for Dead Rising 2, you could do two player co-op and through the whole story. You could also do four player where it was kind of zombie game show. Like, almost imagine MXC and American Gladiators, but instead of the Gladiators, it's zombies. Great, now I have the MXC theme in my head. <clears throat> Thanks oh. a lot, Ryan. Right. <laughs> um, but zombie is definitely something that I feel like that people could definitely check into again. And I kind of wish that we'd have another version of that game. What kind of zombies were in that game? So we don't get too off topic about just talking about video games, we were talking about, like, you know, uh, it's, zombies. They had a bunch of different kinds. There was some that would actually like kind of have poison vomit that like oh. were kind of like they were a ranged projectile sort of thing, you know? There were some that were armored and had things like that had a helmet on so you couldn't, you know, headshot them. The only way to kill them, so you had to like find a way to take off the helmet first. I just find it really interesting that in that aspect of zombies, they are using their bodily fluids to fight a person. Because usually the kind of zombies you imagine in horror, like just normal <clears throat> mainstream media horror, yeah. you just imagine them shambling around or running at you yeah, to fight you. Yeah, there's actually no movie that has done anything like that before yeah, that I whole, know of. With spitting, Left for Dead Two, that. Left for Dead Two also did that. Yeah, um, pretty sure. Yeah, Left for Dead Two came out way before that, but like because they had the spitter, which was the 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 girl that just spits poison out. And I, I don't know if, like, people don't do that for movies or things that they're writing because of the aspect that zombies are not intelligent enough to weaponize themselves oh, yeah. against people. Because that's, like, a huge trope when it comes to movies or books. I think it was more along the lines of also, like, it was it was an accidental thing, you know? Like, sometimes there'd be the zombie, like, 
looming over someone trying to bite at them and everything and it just kind of like there's stuff leaked from their mouth and it just like well yeah but at that point they noticed like there was some sort of like <laughs> intelligence that caused them to realize that they did something harmful with their fluids and now they use it well yeah and that's what scares me is that being a zombie that's that intelligent that understands they can harm people with their fluids so they're going to weaponize it to attack their prey basically yeah um that was yeah like that was the way that some of them have kind of how they kind of added their own spin to the zombie mythos doing it kind of that way yeah do those kinds of zombies still eat people or is like they just like hurting people i don't know actually i I would think technically yes except for like the ones from left for dead because the only ones that would really eat you were the uh the regular shambling zombies, like, you know. So the ones that weaponized their bodies did not eat you, just the shambling ones? Or, like, it never showed it. Huh. At least with the original zombie, with the regular zombies in Left 4 Dead, was like, you know, when they actually killed a player, you'd see them down, like, you yeah. know, on top of them, but none of the special zombies did that. Really? <clears throat> yeah. That's really interesting. Uh, you know, speaking of... I don't know why you reminded me of that. Oh, because I thought of point of view type something. And when you were talking about how the zombies on top of you and it shows that stuff, it reminded me of, have you, have I showed you VHS? No, we bought it to watch it. We haven't yet. We bought both. (laughs) Yeah. I remember if it's one or two, but in one of them, there's, do you mind spoilers? No, go ahead. There are zombie children. <laughs> and it's like terrifying. And the children in gen- I'm hoping that's the same movie that I'm remembering correctly. But there are zombie children, and it's it's so terrifying. The fact that when you when I think of zombies, I don't think of children. I think of adult zombies. And then you you see little tiny angry scary zombies, and it's like the most terrifying thought to me because. Kids already scare me, you know, like the little kid that'll go up to you. It's like, I remember when I was alive and then someone killed me in my past life and now I live here with you, mommy. It's like, oh my gosh. Or like the the story of the kid that tells her mom that, you know, they weren't going to be their, they weren't technically their first mommy or whatever it was. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's like I was supposed to be in Nana's <laughs> belly and then, you know. Yeah, weird stuff like that. Kids already... <clears throat> Kids already creep me out like that. And then on top of that, like, a a movie decided, you know what? Let's show little scary, creepy zombie children that will attack people. Like, oh, terrifying. They're tiny and they make me feel bad for, you know, (laughs) having to protect myself. Yeah. Um, And then jumping off from, you know, the ones that have all these different types of zombies and everything. There are three that I just wanted to mention that were really, really good games. A good use of zombies. They just didn't have anything necessarily special about them. Except it was the other gameplay elements, and that was the controversial, you know, uh, like World War One, I, I think zombie uh, conversations that, like, you know, there's a conspiracy going around about, you know, that Hitler had a secret project that they were trying to work on, and everybody thought that it had something to do with zombies because of some files that they found when they ransacked the uh, the labs that were there. Oh, God, I've literally never heard of any of that. Really? You've never heard of the Nazi zombie army? No, like, but I don't talks? think this is the episode to go into contra- to controversial stuff like no, no, no. Nazis just... and conspiracy things. No, but that was what kind of, like, 
bred into getting a game made yeah. of just like you know World War Two uh, people or World War One people in a game. It was based off of the Sniper Elite video games, where it was basically just you going from point A to point B doing mm. different missions, and like Germany was just r- flooded with zombies. Oh my gosh, now, that's insane. I've never heard of that before. Most of it all just normal things. There were some crazy like boss fights in it and stuff, but like a boss zombie. Yeah, I don't remember much about it because it's been a long time. <laughs> he bites you extra hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like 2011 when I played it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then Call of Duty went the same route with you know having the uh, the Call of Duty World at War game mm. brought in the zombies game type. I don't know. I don't play that game. Eh. <laughs> it was it was fun. It was basically just a wave defense. Four oh, players okay. just protecting a building. <laughs> um, and then Daisy. Yeah, I was like, when is he going to bring up Daisy? Daisy was one of the funnest, like, survival multiplayer, like, MMO style games yeah. because of all the random stuff that could happen. Because, like, you would have players that were, you know, not being nice people. Which is what would happen in a real zombie apocalypse. Basically, if you loved watching The Walking Dead, if there's ever a nudes Daisy game, you would love to play that game because it is what The Walking Dead got a lot of its ideas from. You think so? I really think so. A lot of it's just... There wasn't a lot of movies that I remember where, like, you know, the survivors were fighting as bad mm. as like what the walking dead did and daisy was out before the walking dead was i think <laughs> i think the uh recent pandemic has shown us that that is very much a, refl- a reflection <clears throat> of real life absolutely is what kind of zombies are in that game actually it's literally just zombified people it's just the shamblers that kind of they would run Oh really? Um, it's almost like the Zombie Land. Then they could almost keep they could almost keep up with a vehicle. Oh no, that's a lot if, faster than Zombie Land. Because like because the game had a lot of mechanics in it where like you know if you took a car off into the grass the car would slow down you know because a a car car isn't good at driving in grass and dirt and stuff like that. Yeah. So driving in a car like that it kind of slows it down. It's not going as fast as it could be unless you like if you weren't on the road. The zombies could keep up with you. Some of them could. Not all of them. Some of them were like, they kind of, they kind of like kneel down, almost like, imagine like walking like a chimp does, you know? Oh kind of my just like, gosh. It's kind of like they're moaning and groaning and kind of just like walking on their knuckles and kind of just like crouched down walking, yeah. you know? Some of them did that. Some of them couldn't get up because they were laying down and like they weren't, they were, something had like broken, you know, ankles or anything like that. That's terrifying. I <clears throat> I cannot imagine people, you know, coming up with all these different kinds of zombies to the point where I I thought I was like, oh, I kind of know what zombies have advanced to at this point. I had no idea because I don't play the video games that have to do with them. And and that's that's kind of why we wanted to do this also is that in a way like your research part being able to explain it to me and then that helps me learn some of those things about it and then i can help you know teach you and show you some of the like what people did with these things when they had creative freedom to do so i think one thing that's been consistent i don't know like correct me if i'm wrong (laughs) nicely because i'm weak (laughs) (laughs) but 
I feel like the one thing that's super consistent with all zombie themed things is the thing that can really kill them is a shot to the head or taking the head off. Kind of, yeah, because the the thought process behind that was that taking away the only what is it? It's like the the central nervous system of a person's yeah. spine. And not only that, but like some of them don't show that it kills it, it just doesn't make it as scary or as much of a threat because it can't see where it's going. It can't bite you. It's just a body running and, away. <laughs> yeah, there were some of them that that did that too. Um, I don't remember what movies or whatever I've seen. I know I've seen something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, I forgot to men- mention like one of the best movies of all time that had to do with zombies. Shaun of the Dead. Okay, well, you didn't say it. Don't just show me your notes. <laughs> haven't gotten to movies yet. We just got done with games, technically. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, let's make this a really short podcast and we're 52 minutes in. <laughs> I, I actually did not did not imagine that it would take 20 minutes, roughly, for... It was 10 minutes for us to get through the initial part where we first paused. Yeah. That was that was already 10 minutes right there, so I was like, this is gonna... Either way. Because, like, right before we started, he's like, this is gonna be just real quick, we're just gonna go through it. I'm I was like, like we okay. Can just, I didn't know how much of it we were gonna be talking about with different <laughs> things, but hey, whatever. You want to find a way to get longer podcasts, I guess this is gonna be the way to do it. So, before we move on, this is my new co-host. <laughs> for, for certain parts, yeah. You, you might be going back into if there's nothing that I can <laughs> Oh, you're gonna to. contribute. <laughs> you, you are so intelligent, this guy. I'm not going to make a whole episode about me just gushing over him, but he is incredibly smart and intelligent. He knows a lot about horror, so these kind of oh, inspired with... me to do this. And when you were talking about wanting to do it, I was just like, yes, absolutely do it. This is something that you're good with researching. You're good with looking up stuff like that, and you you have a fascination with it, so you might as well. And that's, that's something that I like about you, too, because... You are way more into looking up stuff when it comes to the media part of it, you know, when it comes to movies and video games and stuff. I like learning about, like, the origins of these types of things because I'm very interested in, like, how did people even come up with this? Like, my brain, that's the first thing I wonder when I hear something like this. And then you, because I didn't grow up with, like, a lot of being shown scary stuff very often... Unless it was like, I'll tell Ryan like, oh yeah, I remember that horror movie. I, I saw it when I was passing by my dad's room and it was in Spanish because he always had it on the channel in Spanish. Oh, yeah. And Which, you know, if, if that's your first, you know, seeing of any of these things. And that's why I really like having you here today. And I'm very thankful that you are here. I just wanted to let everyone know that, yay, Ryan's here. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah. And because we're almost at an hour now, I'm just... Not going to spend too much time talking about the movies, but definitely... I do want to talk a little in depth about how the zombies interact with the people in the movies, though, I mean, before def- we finish it off. If I can remember with some of these ones, <laughs> absolutely. All right. So do you want to start with Shaun of the Dead since I brought it up already? We can do that, yeah. The best one. the Like, for me, top three. Definitely. Definitely a top three would be Shaun of the Dead. Because... Those two guys work so well <laughs> together. They made that movie so perfect. It. Everyone thought that when they first saw the trailer for it, everybody thought it was going to be like one of those movies like, eh, you know, it's a parody movie. It's not going to be, you know, they usually don't take themselves too seriously. And even though it didn't take itself seriously, it, it, it 
technically reached like cult status, but it went beyond that because everybody knows of it. And I like that it makes the average Joe feel like, you know, maybe I could survive a zombie apocalypse if I'm not too stupid. If I if I if I just pay a little of a little attention, I could possibly make this. Funny thing you mentioned the whole like average Joe thing because it was kind of funny because in one of the old movies, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was actually Night of the Living Dead, the first like Romero movie. They what was it? They referenced like, you know, supermarket shoppers and everything as zombies. You huh. know, just kind of like droning along and everything yeah. like that, just kind of not messing with anyone. They took it a step further to show that supermarket people you know like in the very beginning of it when he's just kind of like walking through they never show a face they just show like the, and then oh, like yeah. it moves up to sean and he just kind of like he just yawns <laughs> yeah. and that's it they did a, a wonderful job of playing the part where like you know it's a zombie movie so like as it's going you're just like okay where's the zombie oh <laughs> yeah. that's a zombie that's a zombie you know but then they show they're actually not they're yeah. just people going about their day-to-day lives because they're just miserable <laughs> Which basically could be zombies that we're looking at. And then the movie catches, it it catches hold of it. And then it, you know, the stuff starts happening. The part with flipping through the TV set and it makes that entire sentence through every different channel. Loved that part. Yeah. Uh, The way that the zombies were technically like just real people. There was all of the, all the parody tropes into it. I just, I love that movie a lot. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. And I... I, it's also one of those movies that I like that it shows zombies in a more normal light. They're not like super CGI fast zombies. They're right. not like super duper shambling slow zombies. Like they're just kind of average. Yeah, and they they used uh, practical effects when they were doing that movie as well, where like there wasn't any CGI for them. You know, there was there was those little exploding blood packs on people yeah. sort of thing. So it was like it was real in that way. Yeah, and that was wasn't that one of the ones where it is a you get bitten by a zombie and that's what turns you into a zombie kind of movie? Yes, it was one of those ones that fluid transfer would kind of like transfer the virus into mm-hmm. you and then your body would technically die and then get re It wasn't like, you know, it would just change you into a zombie. Like, it would... Like, you know that if a, if a human being, there's so much bacteria in a person's mouth and everything. Like, you know, if someone bit another person and caused blood that bite is going to be infected no matter what yeah they took it a one step further is that that virus implementation with that that infection would eventually get to either your head or your heart yeah it would stop your heart or it would cause a fever so bad that it would kill you Mm -hmm. and then that virus would bring you back yeah and that's kind of how that works yeah something else i found really interesting about the zombies in that movie is or the way the movie kind of took care of the zombie situation uh-huh. at the end because you know you got to take care of the zombie before the movie ends and figure yeah. out what you're gonna do with it uh spoiler alert for those who haven't watched it if you haven't you should definitely do so is how they just made it so normal like now people just live around the zombie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah where it was like Wait for this all to blow over. It technically did because they've just they've got zombies being baggers. Yeah, like got they zombies just, being cart pushers. When and, they became so desensitized to them, and they found out that they could use them, and then they they were. I don't remember how they got them to just be normal and not attacking everything. Um, 
I don't remember that part because like they were attacking things and then mm-hmm. I guess they realized that I don't think they actually they're... talked about how yeah but they just became so subdued <laughs> yeah. at, at the end of the movie where they could just be do menial tasks basically yeah I'm not sure but like definitely <laughs> the way of just like when you said the whole desensitizing is like you could kind of tell this movie was a UK based movie <laughs> Because of how quickly and everything, like, everyone got desensitized to everything. Yeah, like, people literally were just like, eh, it's zombie. <laughs> so, there was that one, and that was, yeah, that was one of the great ones. Of and course. And, like, especially, like, the end, where they literally just live with it. Yeah. They are now a part of society. And I think that's just so <clears throat> true to the, what's happening right now with the pandemic. Like, people are just now getting so desensitized. You're seeing commercials with people wearing masks oh, at the yeah, store. Yeah. And at first it was really, really weird and freaked, it freaked me out. And now it's like, yeah. That's- now it's like, I don't even know if I'll be able to, if I even feel like I want to not wear a mask when I'm anywhere that I go. I just, <laughs> exactly. I started to like it a lot more than I do normally. So Yeah. I saved so much on makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then, so let's talk about the greatest one, I guess, because I know it's one of your favorite ones. Oh, uh, Okay. So it would be Zombieland. Oh, okay. I was like, do you Zombieland, know what one- <laughs> Zombieland. What other one could there be? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun, pretty good Shaun of the Dead, Zombieland. What would be your third? World War Z. It scared really? me so bad. I had nightmares for weeks and I've never, besides Chucky, I've never ha- seen a movie where I've had weeks worth of nightmares, not I, just a night. I don't think we're ever going to have an episode on dolls. I don't really think that you could manage that. I did do one, though, with my aunt on about... No, no, her. but I mean like a one that's all... You're talking about all the dolls. You know, I could. Or maybe you could talk about what was that one? Annabelle? No, the other one. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, the monkey? No, no. The the doll that people had to like actually... The one that's in that museum right now. Yeah, that's people the had... monkey one. Or he looks like a monkey to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, great. Robert. Robert. That was the one. kick my ass. Yeah, that... <laughs> great. Well, if you guys don't hear an episode in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> Robert murdered me. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because like, the thing is, like being in the room with Robert yeah. and you disrespect him... He looks him, like then, a monkey, yeah. movie, so I really thought. It, it might be one of those types I of dolls. Know. I've actually never seen a picture of him. What? Yeah. So I guess I have to look that up sometime later. You're gonna think that I'm right. I know you oh, are. Probably. <laughs> but so but yes, you know what? You I will be it's because I record these alone at night. If you can do another episode <clears> with <throat> me and it can be on dolls, I'll do a doll episode like there's no tomorrow. I know so much Maybe. because I'm so scared of them. Okay. I know too much about them. Well, Anybody that's watching this, go to the Facebook page no. and message if you would or would not want a oh, doll gosh. episode. All right. Well, we're on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, wherever you want a doll episode. You just let me know. Go bother me. So, yeah. Zombieland being, like, probably one of both of our favorites. Yes. And you said that your other favorite would be... World War World Z. World War Z. Mine, I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've seen it, but, like... It's not a great movie, <laughs> but it is a fun, cool. Um, actually, no, it's not. Never mind. This is vampire, not zombie. <laughs> For some reason, I have Abe Lincoln. You know, oh, Abe Lincoln, vampire, vampire hunter. hunter. Oh. For some reason, I had that wrote down, and it's like I looked back at, I was like, wait a minute, that's not zombie. It's like that's vampires. <laughs> Well, yeah, so my third zombie movie <laughs> is Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Um, but I would actually, I would say, 
I'd say Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead actually would be one of my other favorite ones. Was that the one that I was, uh, somebody quoted in <clears throat> yeah. my comment section? Yeah. The, oh when God. there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to catch my breath, <laughs> my breath there. <sighs> but yeah, Dawn of the Dead, actually. I love the old one, and I did like the remake. Mm-hmm. But, so, what were we talking about about our favorite movies? Right, Zombieland. We're Zombieland. talking about Zombieland. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, what about Zombieland? Just it. You're like, I like it. <laughs> when it's Because I, I wrote down, you know... The good and a couple of bad zombie movies. The bad ones being the Resident Evil movies. Not the CGI movies. Because the CGI movies are good up until this last one. (laughs) We can ignore the last one that just came out. Because it had... It had a shootout between Chris and Leon. Or Chris and somebody on the roof of a building. Where they were like... Gunkana in. You know, where it's like martial arts with guns. But it was like... Who's that guy who does martial arts and he's like, oh man, we were making fun of him that day. He wore like the American flag pants and all that stuff. He had, fudge, fudge nuggets. We were making fun of him when we were playing Ark with the guys because we said that one of the Uh, the guys looked like him. Steven Seagal. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why when you mentioned people doing martial arts with guns, I imagined him doing Uh, I can understand that. Um, But no, like, because... They're, like, within three feet of each other, and neither of them can hit the other one. It's <laughs> Were it's they ridiculous. cops, or one of them was a cop or something? Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. The first and second CGI movies are good, entertaining movies. The, the live-action Resident Evil movies, you can honestly miss them all. You don't have to see any of them. You don't get anything out of them. I don't think I've ever seen a zombie movie that I feel like that about. I haven't seen a lot of them. You haven't seen any of the Resident Evil movies. I know that much. Yes, I have. My mom likes them. Of course my mom likes them. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Mom, this isn't a slight to you. I forgot you listened to these. But like, like not knowing the source material, you can watch it because it's enjoyable. She just likes the action. She gets very bored of things. And that has like a lot of stuff, bright colors. Well, not bright colors, but you know, there's lots of things happening all the time. Because like, yeah, the bad ones, Resident Evil one of the bad ones to me this one's not a bad one for everybody some people liked it return of the living or the the one that had the guy that was like technically dead but he's sitting there looking at everybody in the room it's like he's just like why are you so cold and he's like i don't know he's like i just kind of have a headache and they're like checking he's like you have no pulse he's like what it's like oh come on oh no i think i would like that that's funny it's yeah it's humorous it, was it, it definitely is. It's. I think that one was Return yeah. of the Living Dead. It's the one that had the, the one zombie that kind of like all of his flesh was gone and he actually looked like a monkey. Ugh. Like the skull and everything kind of looked like a chimp. Yikes. And it was the first one that was like looked at them and it was like brains. And that was the only thing that that one said. It's like, great, here we go. <laughs> Wasn't there also a musical about zombies <clears throat> recently? Like There was a... There was a play of Resident Evil. Oh, really? Uh, that was only in Japan. Wow, that's interesting. It actually followed. Speaking it, it, of it Japan, continued stories. Yeah, speaking of Japan, that. Oh wait a minute! The one we haven't seen yet. That's 
one of the best zombie so, movies. What? Train to Busan. <gasps> we have to. This weekend we're watching it. We're going to have to watch that Date one. night. Because I know, I know that it's, like, even without me watching it, I've heard such good things about it. Yep, and I've heard about this one man that everyone's saying we're going to hate, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to hate someone. <laughs> <clears throat> What's that? I'm going to tell you later because we haven't watched it. Oh, in that movie. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, you know, because oh. you were, like, speaking of Japan, so. Yeah, speaking of Japan, there's one man in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Um, and yes, I know that Train to Busan is not a Japanese film. It was just that reminded <laughs> I me I was going to say, right. No, I know you're, that. I know that. You already brought up a vampire movie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. You're not on a great track Ooh. record. <laughs> no, I completely spaced out when I wrote that thing down. <laughs> there is actually a something like that i have a book of it where it's queen victoria i believe that she is a zombie hunter oh jeez. wait hey. is it pride and prejudice no and no zombies? it's a, no 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 well oh. there that's a book that yeah. actually exists but it's literally like abraham lincoln vampire hunter but it's queen victoria zombie hunter or something like that what they're trying to say is like that's where she got the idea of like you know off with the head all the time was because of I don't oh know. no that was queen elizabeth never mind I haven't read it yet. And also, I think that was Henry VIII because he beheaded all his wives. Well, no, Queen Elizabeth was actually... Uh... I thought we were talking about Alice in Wonderland here. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes everywhere. <laughs> That's what happens when you have ADHD. <laughs> Charlie Day with the with his little conspiracy theory wall. <laughs> Don't get me started because I will start one right here for the podcast and just I... take pictures periodically for people. So when it comes to the bad ones, though, there was those ones, and then, honestly, White Zombie is not a great movie. Yeah, but I didn't even get to say the thing about Japan that I oh. remember. Because <laughs> then you're, you're, you're like, yeah, one guy in Japan, then you never well, said you anything. Because you mentioned something, you don't tell that to someone who's ADHD, I'll go off <laughs> on a whole other tangent. Alright, so what about <laughs> Japan, then? Now that we're there, again. The anime, there are a bunch of zombie animes. Oh, yeah, because... Like, there's that one where it's, like, the idols that are zombies. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, well, that's a new one that came out. Okay, so here's the thing. When it comes to... I don't think there's any actual good... For me, from the ones (laughs) that I know of, honestly, if anybody knows of any good anime zombie movies, you do not get to say High School of the Dead. That is not a good zombie anime. I was gonna say no, that. No, no, I mean, it's like oh. anyone that tries to comment this, that is not a good zombie anime. I was anime. just saying, because you. Fight me. <laughs> you looked at me and you said it with such passion. I was like, I ain't saying nothing. I know that you know of it, though, because we talked about it. Yeah, before. because I didn't know what it was about and my mom watched it with <laughs> me. And she just looked at me like, hmm. Yeah, it's. Anyways. I guess that's probably why I can't watch a zombie anime, because anime is always gonna go with those anime tropes. I mean. Eh. And they don't mix well with zombie tropes. <laughs> I mean, they do, just not for, like, serious people about stuff like that. And I guess that's probably the ones that I like more, the ones that take itself at least seriously. Not to the point where it, it, go, it trips <laughs> over itself because it tries to be too serious. And then it's just accidental parody movie. I enjoy too many things. <laughs> like, I just would like it. But there's this one that, if you look at the <clears throat> opening scene for it, it's this girl who's, like, about to start her first day of school. She walks out to the road. She gets hit by a car. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. I know that part. Yes. That okay. Apparently, some of the idols dancing in that, like, trailer are dead. <laughs> They're zombies. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. It's like, what? I See, I didn't write down anime because I... I'm not as versed on horror anime as 
anything else is. I'm not either. Like, the only horror... But you horror know of thing. it. Well, yeah. of course. There's... The... I only know how how bad and fan service High School of the <laughs> Dead is, so... Which is understandable when we're talking about a serious zombie thing. We're trying to talk about types of zombies and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know if you have any more notes. A little bit. Alright, go ahead. Um, 28 Days Later is the plague style zombie where like you know oh. it was kind of a it was a virus that was kind of like think of like rabies where it kind of like oh make like if like how the the mad cow disease when they when that first came out um where it was like it was just a rage virus but it kind of it in the movie it made people act like they would be zombies you know it's like just going back to this animalistic instinct oh, of yeah. you know fight, kill, consume sort of thing. Okay, I got you. So 28 Days Later was kind of like an accidental zombie movie. Okay, speaking of, like, animalistic uh, reactions to things, I actually, I was wondering one day, like, what happens with zombies? Like, how do they get so strong, you know? And I was, I saw this, I don't know where I saw it from or who I heard it from, but this person was saying, well, one of the reasons it seems like some zombies get superhuman strength when they're not superhuman they're just unalive versions of us uh-huh. is because when we're alive, we, we have morals and we have, you know, the way to stop ourselves. We don't use all of our strength because we know how to control ourselves. And then when we become zombies, all of that goes out the door and every oh, yeah. animalistic instinct we have goes into doing what we need to do to survive. So yeah. we will use every ounce of our power <laughs> without remorse, without morals to destroy something because we truly have it within us. Because you don't have that subconscious effort mm-hmm. of stopping yourself. Exactly. And I've heard that that's how, like, you know, you see the zombie sticking a hand through a man's chest or something or, like, just biting so hard they rip a chunk of yeah. meat out. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, too. And it, it makes sense, because it's like, it didn't turn them into superheroes. Why are they so strong? Oh, speaking of well, superheroes. Not all of them. There is actually a comic book. I don't know if it's a comic book series or just like a book series, but there is a series where there's superheroes with zombies. Not, you know, not like Marvel zombies or anything like that, but like superheroes with the world is zombies. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, apparently there's like five books of that series or something like that. Speaking of Marvel <clears throat> and zombies, it just reminded me of like when Deadpool became a zombie and he was like sentient. Yeah. He was still like of, verbal and everything. Because of, of anyone in the comic book universe, it would be Deadpool. And like they, the zombies in that issue, the big thing that was happening in that issue from what I can remember was that they still felt pain and they vocalized it so it was yeah. hard for him to want to take them out. Yeah, uh that was the that was actually like shown off the most with uh Spider-Man. It was just it's you know that's another thing you don't really hear about in zombie stuff is what if they're sentient? What if like they still understand, they still feel the pain and but they cannot they just... control themselves. And <clears throat> then you're left with the thought of having to take out someone that you love that just cannot control themselves and could hurt you, but they still are vocalizing that they love you or that they care or that it hurts them. Cause you have to hear that when you try to help yourself and the people around you. Yeah. And, and that is one of those things that's not really talked about very much. Especially like, for example, there was this, I think it was the black lantern ring where 
it brought back all of the dead superheroes to life from the DC universe. And I was going to ask you if you were wanting to talk about the the DC version of zombies. So. You know, I do. <laughs> but I just remember seeing that... What was it, that one called again? Um, Blackest Night, I believe. Blackest Night. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was something like that, but I didn't want to say Darkest Night. It's like, that's a Batman thing. Like, same, <laughs> I mean, technically Batman was Same the there, but you know. Um, I believe it was Blackest Night, <laughs> but I'll have to look it up again. It's, we have the comic or the graphic novel in the other room. Okay. But basically... This was when this is in a universe where Damien is the new Robin and uh, Grayson is the new Batman, and they bring back Grayson's parents. They bring back Bruce because Bruce has died in this universe. Yeah, it's terrifying, and they're on the sentient level, but to the point where they're being kind of evil because they're telling them really bad things to hurt them emotionally about their death they are actively hurting them yeah because you know i I didn't get like super far into it so i didn't get to read too much more but like i read that part and it broke me like can you imagine it's a zombie so you're afraid you know you have to take care of it but it's like telling you how you messed up and how you know it's making you feel bad for their death yeah it's just it was so crazy and it was a whole interesting situation. But you know how they say how DC is so much darker than Marvel at times. It can be. Yeah. And definitely that could be something for even a different podcast in general is talking about like the intricacies of comic books and things like that too. Yeah. But that was uh, something I just wanted to bring up also. Yeah. Um, and then just the only other thing that I really have on here that we haven't talked about yet was just the, the Serpent and the Rainbow movie. And the book. They're both... They're not necessarily accurate in the way that the actual story happened of, you know, a person that took a trip to Haiti during the time of the the voodoo practices that was happening at that time. And someone witnessed something there and the movie is basically a depiction of that. They kind of bastardize it a bit, but it's still, it's an interesting enough, like, you know, watch these when you find out the real story as well and kind of get a little bit of a full picture of it all. It's an interesting enough, uh, like, depiction of that story from an outsider's point of view sort of thing. And it just, it, it Hollywoodizes it a lot, but the, the things that were kind of, true along the lines of it was the thing that happened to the person where they took a puffer fish and took the only part of the puffer fish that you can consume without being like paralyzed completely and they use that as a kind of delicacy that kind of puts you in a trance sort of thing you know if you are given the right amount it won't kill you but it gets you almost there so it was kind of like that i feel like i've heard about that from somewhere yeah yeah, I believe we've talked about it also, but Possibly. yeah, that definitely, that's the other one. And that's, I would say that's kind of like in the middle ground of good and bad zombie movies because it's, it's good if you're just watching it to enter, to you know, kind of just like enjoy that bad because it's not necessarily accurate to what happened. It kind of, you know, what's the word for it? It kind of like, uh, waters it down, whitewashes it. Yes, but it's not the thing I'm thinking of. It's kind of what's the like? It, it kind of like exaggerates on things. Oh, just exaggerates. There was another one that I was thinking of. I don't know. But either way, yeah, that's pretty much 
Yeah. Which is understandable. And I'm glad that we did talk about like the more serious stuff. Like we said at the beginning, if you want to learn more about the actual origins, we will be linking people that you could actually get the information that you should get from this mm-hmm. because we don't want to water down whitewash whatever any of this because you should know the origins of where you are getting your entertainment from at least yeah yeah and the the historical value that you get from these things to at least know the story know the hardships know why these things started and then you can see you know the changes that have happened and then you know how they kind of molded this thing into a story that can be taken places and everything that's happened from then all kind of just goes back to you yeah. know, that point. You can appreciate the past. Yeah. Or at least learn from the past. And absolutely acknowledge that this was a real thing that happened. Yeah. You know, it's not just for everybody's entertainment now because it did come from a very, very dark place in yep. time. Yeah, so thank you, Ryan, so much for being here with me on this episode of Below the Forest Floor. Well, thank you for having me. I had fun. Of course. I'm so glad. So that means you're going to be here with me all the other (laughs) times. Well, we'll do our best. We will do our best. Yay. Thank you so much to everyone who was listening today. We really appreciate you all being here. And And we're sorry for an extremely long episode. No, I'm excited. (laughs) People have been asking. I literally have gotten people messaging like, can you please have longer episodes? Well, here here you go, guys. You have almost an hour and a half of us rambling about zombies, which when it comes to this it's such a huge topic, it kind of needed to be a longer one. That's why I usually like pick a very specific topic for myself, because if I do not get a very specific topic, I will gen- and it's very generalized, I will just go on forever and ever and ever about all the branches, you know. Hey, people people want to hear it, so you <laughs> content. do that. Yep. And that, that was even just doing cliff notes on every movie we barely talked about that. We didn't even really talk about Zombieland. Oh, I, well, I tried, and then we and got it was the, it, it was. It was my favorite. <laughs> it was the best zombie movie I've ever seen, really. I love it. And we still have to watch the second one. I have, I heard it's not as great, but I still want to at least say that I watched it. That's a fair point. I but, do. yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and that's why zombies are welcome here with us below the forest floor. Sorry, I wanted to leave that to you. <laughs> You're just so... That's where I edit. I'm just smiling. I mean, I got nervous. Stop. I feel weird doing this in front of you. I know. That's why. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll we'll, uh, talk to you later. Have a good night. Bye.